Well, she's a she's a good-looking woman. Yeah, I told what 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 did you just say? I think she's a good-looking woman. She's a what? fine specimen of the female form. Well, that's my that's my future wife. Monty, and I'm a Weisenheimer. Hey, I'm Cullen, and I'm a Weisenheimer. Hi, I'm Marv, and I am also a Weisenheimer. And uh, on this episode, we're really excited to have an old friend uh, of ours on the podcast, somebody we've known for a very long time, uh, Miss uh, Kayla Thomas. Thanks for joining us. You are so welcome. It's nice to chat with all of you again. Oh, very nice to hear from you, uh, Kayla. We haven't I haven't seen you in a hot minute. It's been a few years since we were in high school. What was that? Maybe five, ten. It was like a while. Yeah. I feel like we've seen each other sooner because I remember a piece you were doing on the news uh, that I was watching. I was it was on in my basement. Uh, this would have been nine hundred years ago, um, and I was like, "Hey, I know her," and I pointed at the TV. <laughs> oh well, that's exactly like you know talking to each other in a way, well, a very kind of one way sort of way, but yeah. Well, uh, Kayla, you know, we've we've known you for a long time, but we wanted to have you on because uh, you actually uh, do something very cool. You work uh, for the hospital now doing media relations. Is that right? That's correct. So um, a little background is way before the Weisenheimers were the Weisenheimers. There was the organized chaos players. So in that group with you. Marv, obviously, and um, you guys all went on to do all these amazing, comedic, entertaining things, and I went into television news, which, you know, is a perfectly logical direction. Um, it's also very amusing at times, especially the things that people say to you when they see you in public and stay on the phone when they call your television station. But yeah, so I was a TV reporter, and then I went on to executive produce The Morning Blend, if people remember that. It was a local talk show on KMTV. Um, so I was involved in that for about eight years, uh, and the show was unfortunately canceled, which was a large loss for the community and uh, everyone who loves the Omaha entertainment scene, because it was really cool to have live comedy and bands. Um, so I didn't really know what to do with my life after 20 years in broadcast, uh, and I landed at uh, what people would refer to as UNMC Nebraska Medicine, were dual arms of the same organization. Um, I work as a media relations coordinator for Nebraska Medicine, which is the patient treatment arm. So basically, I work for the hospital, for the hospitals and clinics, um, doing social media, setting up stories with the local media, national media. Uh, we've been very, very busy <laughs> since, uh, obviously, since COVID started. So we've kind of been on the forefront of that. So. Uh, it's been an interesting learning experience considering I was in healthcare for less than two years when this whole thing started. And, uh, you know, now just regularly working with folks at 60 Minutes and the Washington Post and the New York Times. And then also dealing with all the uh, COVID uh, haters on uh, Facebook. So that's kind of what I do. Wowzers. Yeah. Um, so how is how is it different um doing the marketing and social media and that sort of thing. How is that different than like producing and the TV and what have you? You know, it's kind of cool because 
I get, still get to do some of the same types of things that I did in TV world. Um, I do regular interviews with our experts on our Facebook page, but also go on our YouTube channel. I will say that working for a health care organization that's recognized worldwide, like uh, my YouTube clips get a lot more views now than they did when I was actually on TV. Um, so it's kind of fun to be able to bring those skills um, because just as someone who did interviews with a variety of people on a daily basis and not having a huge background in healthcare, I feel like I can ask the questions that normal people want to know the answers to uh, and not feel like I sound dumb when I'm phrasing them in ways that I need to to get the doctors to explain the information in a way that all of us can understand. And that's especially important, I think, with what we've seen in current times with the controversy. I, I don't know how science became controversial, um, but it's been, it's been interesting and, and, and definitely trying to find ways to address the people who are relentless with questions about, you know, hydroxychloroquine, et cetera. <laughs> so uh, it's definitely some of the same skill set, but, uh, but different and, and more targeted. Yeah. You've silenced all of us. You've stymied all of us. That, yeah. <laughs> that, congratulations, Kayla. The show is now over because you've stumped all of us. <laughs> Either that or I've just bored you all to death because everyone's so, so sick of, of hearing about this. But I mean, obviously, it's, it's the world that we live in and, and the better that we can understand it, you know, uh, and hopefully work together to conquer it. So, but I don't just do the COVID side of things. Um, it's actually been nice because there's only two of us that work in media relations and my partner has been really heading up the COVID efforts. I've certainly been doing some, but that means I get to do everything else. Um, so I've been interviewing a lot of our pediatric patients and transplant patients because the rest of the world is kind of still going on. Um, and it's interesting to uncover the people stories that are happening, especially, could you just, I have a snarling dog in my lap <laughs> sitting in my parents' house, so if it sounds like I just got a hairball, it was actually not me. It was a little tiny multi-poo whose name is Annie Lennox. Sure. Um, <laughs> you, you say that, and we'll we'll uh, believe it, because we, yeah, we can't we'll tell. Go along with it. Yeah, no. yeah, you're not on video, so we'll just take your word for it. <laughs> uh, would not be the weirdest thing going on in this this call. So that's, that's absolutely fine. Uh, I, I just think it's, it's really strange. And you said that you, you know, you haven't been necessarily in this, uh, role for a very long time or even in the public relations part, but it is strange to me to think that we've gone to a point where you need to help spin science fact as believable. And that's very yeah. strange to me, you know, um, it, it's tough because, I think that with the local media sources or even national media sources, they post a story and then they just kind of let that comment section explode into a dumpster fire. Um, we don't really do that. I mean, if there are people that we know are just in there to antagonize, we kind of let that fester. But mm -hmm. if people are asking legitimate questions, like we get in there um, and try and get them answers and, you know, uh, you know, post links to studies that, our experts have been involved in, you know, if somebody's like, where's the proof for this? We're like, well, actually we did that study and here's the proof for this. So I think a lot of people don't realize um, they might have known that UNMC slash Nebraska med was involved um, with the Ebola outbreak. I think we got a lot of worldwide acclaim for that. Um, but we have the national quarantine center. We basically 
oversaw the first quarantine of uh, a bunch of citizens that came over from Wuhan that were at Camp Ashland. So we were involved in that. And then once that was over, we were like, Phew, that was a great job. And then all of a sudden we got some of the very first COVID patients in the United States um, that were passengers on the Diamond Princess. So our doctors uh, wow. have been treating patients with COVID since the very, very beginning. Um, they're not... <laughs> They're not making things up. They're not averse to the science or no one's politically motivated here. They've got a large breadth of experience and, you know, the information's changing and they're on top of it uh, as we learn new things and as, you know, kind of the care of the situation involved. But Kayla, you're in the pocket of big mask, right? The big mask industry, that's who's funding this whole thing. This is all a ploy to get us all wearing masks uh, because of uh, the cold sore industry and uh, big mask, right? I mean, that's that well, makes actually, sense. Actually, we're we're putting the microchips inside the mask. Oh, that's actually uh, how we're I do okay. it. Yeah, I, know. I, I, I don't want it. to add to the conspiracy, but I think I had COVID back in January of 2019. So I think it was here well before Wuhan. <laughs> no. I think you had COVID 18 though. Yeah. 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 I think you had COVID 18. Which was the unsuccessful sophomore track. We all right. know that. So. Uh, Kayla, this, but this, Monty does bring up a thing that I do want to ask because I had read um, uh, on, uh, on Facebook, uh, my weed dealer had posted that no, uh, that masks don't work and there's no science uh, to back up that masks work. And I just wanted to hear your take on that. Um, yeah, I think that there's study after study. And, and the thing about it that's been really cool is that we kind of started out preaching this, I wear my mask for you, you wear your mask for me. Because the idea was really that by masking ourselves, we were helping to keep from transmitting. But it, it's there's more and more increasing evidence that shows that our masks, even when they're the fabric kind, and granted, not the gaiters, not the single layers, so we need a double layer breathable mask that doesn't also go over your neck um that they're also offering some protection for us as well as not just protecting the other people that are around us Um, and i'm sorry i'm sorry i think he meant what are your thoughts on his weed dealer having a facebook page where he posts stuff it's a lot of political stuff (laughs) dealers having a facebook page you would think well, that medical that, marijuana that, is, you know, a whole other right. issue that we could get into right. perhaps another time. But um, right. is the weed dealer wearing a mask? Uh, he had it around his neck. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> um, he also told me that there were, uh, much like what Teresa said, uh, that there were f- like five versions of COVID and they've been around for several years. They were also engineered specifically <laughs> to, to, to uh, listen. He has a lot of great ideas. Okay. <laughs> I like to wear my mask because I can hide my weed in there. Yeah, I put my essential oils in my mask. He might have commented on our Facebook page, actually. I, yeah. I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, you might. Oh, is it? I didn't want to say is it your dealer too, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't say that. So no. just to be clear, uh, I, I didn't say that. No, Marv lives in a different city. Uh, Kayla's, yeah. Kayla's using the same yeah. one that you and. Uh, Cullen used not uh, not me and Marv. We have to. I don't have a dealer. I have a dispensary, and they deliver. Yeah, he's uh, Mr. Fancy San Jose. Yeah. He just goes to Native Roots and uh, 
downtown no, we San don't, Jose. Baby, we don't go anywhere. It's delivered. There's an app. Oh, God. You and it just me. comes to you. <laughs> it's crazy. <sighs> you and sometimes you invite yet. a person to a party, and then you're like, who was that you were talking to outside? Oh, that was my, I just got a delivery from the dispensary before I came to your house. And I'm like, oh. So my house, you just like, we're like, oh, I'm going to need to be high to be here. I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I've been to your house. It's true. That's yeah, true. Caitlin, wow. we've touched on a lot of things. Now let's talk about religion. What is your thought on religion? Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of all of the hot button topics. Ooh, chiropractic. What do you think about chiropractic? <laughs> oh, that's a good one, too. Um, yeah. No, don't. Don't. I don't want to hear it. Not that I don't want to hear it. But I don't want to get anybody in trouble. My chiropractor is very religious. Oh, well, there you go. That, that solves everything. Yeah, that's fine. I don't, we'll just go with that. <laughs> I, have a, I have a cousin who's a, a chiropractor, and the whole family calls him Dr. Roger, except for me. I just yeah. call him Roger. <laughs> anyway. Just, Maybe his first name Doctor. You yeah. don't know. No, I, I, well, I do know. He's my cousin. Yeah, okay, <laughs> well... Roger. Have you seen his birth certificate? I haven't seen his long form birth certificate, so I'm not 100% <laughs> sure. Uh, this all could be a sham. It's all a sham. Uh, totally. Yeah. No, but let's 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 move away from let's move away from uh, COVID-19 and let's let's move away from the fact that you are in the trenches of social media fighting the good fight for truth. And uh, let's say justice in the American way. Let's talk a little bit about uh, you, the person, Kayla, and specifically about a time you uh, maybe had something happen that wasn't the coolest. Yeah. Yeah, let's get right into that. So (laughs) I would just say that um, I would say it's a very cringeworthy story. I don't know. It's more cringeworthy than embarrassing, but... Like looking back on it and how much better I could have handled this situation. Um, yeah, um, this might make some people uncomfortable if they've been in similar situations. So when I was a television reporter in Jackson, Mississippi, um, I had this period of time where I was dating two guys and they knew about each other. Actually, the three of us had all worked at the same television station in Baton Rouge. So um, one of them, we're going to call him Brian. Um, had actually moved kind of with me to take a role as a photojournalist at the station that I went to to report. But even though he moved there to the station where I was working and lived in my apartment, he still really wasn't calling me his girlfriend yet. So, girls, please be smarter than this. Make better decisions. Um, so I had gotten sick of it. He'd, he'd, he'd left. We weren't really dating anymore. And I had started dating a guy that we'll call Steve. Um who was an advertising school in Atlanta. He had been a graphic designer and TV and decided he wanted to take his life in this whole new direction. And his best friend lived in Jackson. So our paths crossed again and he was basically the new guy. He was in hot pursuit and he's like, I don't know why you're still hanging around with this guy. You need to be with me. And you know, that was appealing because I kind of had been kicked around the block a few times by uh, Brian, the older had lived with me, but didn't call me his girlfriend. So uh, I got in this period of time where I was going back and forth between them. And it was tough on all of us. And I had broken up with one, like I'd gone back and forth about four times. It was getting ridiculous. 
And I had finally decided that I had spent this much time and Brian had finally like really confessed his feelings. And I'm like, okay, he's the one, but I can't tell Steve this yet because it's like four days before Christmas. And at this point I had been previously on team Steve. So Steve thought we were totally together and he was cruising through. Uh, I knew he was going home to Baton Rouge to spend Christmas with his family um, without shooting a news story with Brian, who I knew that I was, you know, madly in love with for the minute. And, you know, I had told him, you know, okay, as soon as Christmas is over, we'll call it quits with Steve. We're going to be together. It's going to be great. I get back from shooting a news story and the receptionist from the television station called me and she's like, you have a visitor. I have a visitor. Well, Steve had spontaneously driven to Jackson, Mississippi to surprise me before Christmas. Um, and it wasn't a very pleasant surprise. Uh, and I was with Brian at the time and he's like, Oh my, you know, he was not super happy that my other such so-called boyfriend was there. And I was mortified. Um, cause here he was like, so happy to see me and so proud of himself. So I'm like, okay, here's my apartment key. You know, I got to finish my story. I'll see you back at my apartment. Um, meantime, you know, Brian is pretty high tense. I'm having a hard time remembering the fake names I've made up for these guys. <laughs> I mean, trying not to cross them. And at one point, probably a real name will slip out. They're both wonderful guys. I still talk to both of them. Anyway, but I get back to my apartment. It is probably December 22nd or 23rd. There's literally a roaring fire. There is like Christmas music playing. And my apartment is filled with probably 10 wrapped presents from a guy that I, (laughs) from a guy that I like literally was about to break up with. Um, And it was, it was mortifying. It was, I have never felt so small and so embarrassed. Um, He was a manager at Blockbuster. That was his job uh, when he wasn't in advertising school. Um, So we actually went to Blockbuster and I I explained the situation to him. And I'm like, look, you can, you can stay tonight. We're going to hang out tonight. Um, But, you know, I've got to do this. Blah, blah. And he was, I mean, he felt stupid. He, you know, he was very much in love. And here's this apartment full of like Christmas wonderment and presents. And unbeknownst to us, like we picked out High Fidelity, which <laughs> is a movie about breakups. Oh, boy. Um, and he, so left, he left the next morning. Uh, he took all the presents and he left one behind. And I literally, for, I think I moved with that present and I, I, finally like unwrapped it like two years later and it was (laughs) it was like 10 vhs tapes that were probably like in the blockbuster like buy this clearance set of vhs tapes for two dollars and 99 cents but um this is why you don't wait through someone's birthday or a holiday to break up with them so i the most cringeworthy night of my life was with christmas presents that i didn't deserve with someone who i was literally dumping um, when they were being like the sweetest person ever. So it was, uh, I, I still like, I can't even explain it. And I, I told the story later to one of my friends who's a well-known sports writer for the Associated Press. And he said, Kayla, when a team has a quarterback controversy, it's not because they have two really good quarterbacks. It's because they don't have one good quarterback. So needless to say, neither Steve nor Brian exist in my life anymore. 
they probably still hate each other and uh hopefully they're a little bit more cautious about who they're dating around the holidays so that's my story we're dating newspaper reporters or uh, television reporters. I have a question. So you said that Brian moved with you and it sounded like at the yeah. beginning you moved in with him. You were not sharing an apartment that night, December 21st. No, we right? were not at okay. the time because right. there was a moment where after he moved, we were at a um, Cinco de Mayo party and he was hitting on a chick and I'm like, are you going to bring her back to my apartment? Like, dude, we live together. Um, so we had, we had broken up. We had had, we went back and forth and had a, a long and complicated history. So I probably shouldn't have picked him at that time anyway, but he's totally, totally good guy. Still comments on my posts on Facebook, but, um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, that was not, not a good relationship for me, needless to say. And I really do feel bad because poor Steve didn't, did not deserve that. And I still, to this day, really want to know what was in those eight other presses. <laughs> uh, probably a VCR. Uh, probably a, <laughs> yeah. probably a, uh, a cardboard cutout. Of, Ooh, uh, laser, some laser discs. Maybe a rewinder. Maybe the, uh, the yeah. bre- that's exactly what I was going to say. Maybe one of those fancy rewinders. Oh my goodness. Hey, I have a, I have a question. I, I, mm-hmm. You mentioned at the end that they still um, probably hate each other, but why would Brian hate Steve? I understand Steve hating Brian, but yeah, that makes Brian was yeah. in on it that you were going to be dumping Steve, right? <laughs> yes, he was. He was. Okay. Um, because I think that that was kind of the beginning of the end of our relationship. I think uh, like having seen that there was the potential to, to be with someone who could treat me halfway decent and not, you know, pick up a chick at the, on the border and think he was going to take her back to our apartment. Uh, on the border. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> right. So, and this, I've got an. I've got, and so, this was about ten years ago. Did you say no more than that? It, it was more than that. Yeah, I mean, Blockbuster was still a thing. So, um, this was, was it very, not a thing ten years ago? Uh, we have to edit something. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was a very early. Uh, it was probably like two thousand, two thousand one. Uh, it was an early millennial thing. So. Oh, it was still in the Willennium. I got you. I was still in the Willennium. Yeah, there you go. Um, so, so uh, yeah. So was it Brian because of proximity then, I'm assuming? Is that what it was? He was just there inside the same town? Was that why he was the um, on the leaderboard? You know, I think that I had... You convince yourself that you want to be with someone. And all you want to do is to get the love and attention from that person and you think that that's what you want. So when you finally hear what you've been waiting to hear, uh-huh. um, that's kind of the situation that I got in. Cause like, I really wanted him to pick me, but I think I had kind of moved on already. Um, but like I had gotten so used to wanting for him to admit that he really wanted to be in a relationship with me. So, you know, he was older he was cool. Mm-hmm. When I was, you know, a little producer trying to be a TV reporter, he was the one that would take me out and let me shoot reporter videos. And yeah. Anyway. Um, okay. So, and let me get some clarity because there were a lot of um, places and names. And um, okay. So where did you, where did you and Brian move from? We moved from Baton Rouge. 
you move from Baton Rouge and in right, right, right. And so in Baton Rouge, Steve was also there. Yes, Steve and I had lived in. We didn't live together in Baton Rouge, but we—that's where we began dating. And then we both moved from the same station in Baton Rouge to the same station in Jackson. I really hope he doesn't listen. To <laughs> <laughs> he he won't. It's just Monty's mom that listens. Yeah, um, that's true. Okay, so so in Baton Rouge, Brian and Steve were both there, back and forth, back and forth. You're like, I'm going with Brian. We're going to Jackson, Mississippi, and so you two go. Meanwhile, Steve is still back in Baton Rouge. It got complicated because actually we had all lived in Baton Rouge. Then Brian and I moved to Jackson. And then in the meantime, Steve moved to Atlanta. Gotcha. So there were also trips involved in this. So right. it was all very angsty and 90s soundtrack like. Sure. sure. I, I mean, that. again, I. I'm confused why the <laughs> I'm confused why the manager of a blockbuster in Atlanta wouldn't be the guy you would run to. But okay, I think I'm I'm going for this. Sorry. Well, I kind of have a theory about Brian that he's actually one Bob Ritchie, aka Kid Rock, who then went on to <laughs> pen the song Jackson, Mississippi, um, about Kayla. That's oh, yeah. just my just my theory. You know, so, those, those lyrics mean, check out. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you're gonna you're gonna pick Kid Rock. I yeah. mean, come on. That's true. I believe uh, I believe he wears a mask. I oh no, he does not. Yeah. He does not. No, yeah, he, he does, does not. not. He does not. No, definitely not. Okay. No. Uh, guys, do we have any more questions for Kayla at this moment? Just just one stylistic question. Um, would you say the Brian and Steve were similar personality types, or were they? Uh, like question. what were yeah. the differentiators between them? right right looks height um, you know, whatever girth yeah um definitely steve was uh more quiet reserved intelligent um whereas brian is you know super extroverted and kind of jovial um you know it's the kind of guy who picks up chicks and on the border <laughs> <laughs> he does sound you fucking dope. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I don't want to hang out with this bro. Uh, and so, Kayla, I hope you know that when we retell this, it's for healing. Yeah. So, um, I think you should share it. it with Brian and Steve afterwards. I think definitely. <laughs> I because they'll, they'll, see, they'll see how it could have been worse. Oh, yeah. So much worse. Yeah. And it will really, I think, you know what? I think it'll heal everybody. I mm-hmm. think, yeah, everyone will come together in a moment of healing. We're going to drop a heal bomb. Healed, yes. Mm-hmm. I think this is really going to heal a lot of people. Uh, I think we're ready then for our questions for Kayla. Wouldn't you yeah. agree, guys? All right. I agree. Kayla, uh, there's a couple of questions here. Uh, one, would you like to be a uh, participant in the retell, i.e., would you like to be a part of the retelling of your story, or would you like to just sit back and enjoy it? Um, I think I would like to sit back and enjoy it. Okay. Okay. And then an important question uh, between uh, myself, Cullen, Marv, and Teresa, who would you like to play Kayla Thomas? 
uh, Teresa seems like the obvious choice. I mean, not maybe the comedic one, but but I'm gonna I'm just gonna stick to to normalcy. We all need you know times that are precedented right now mm-hmm. as opposed to unprecedented. So let's go with Teresa. I see. And by nice. comedic, you mean it would be funny to have Cullen play you, a young girl. Correct. I got you. All right. <laughs> not not. And I don't a- want to be pigeonholed. I I'm see like I'm always uh, the young girl. Uh, dating two dudes. Yeah, so that's I, true. you know, let 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 Teresa spread her wings. Teresa usually plays the uh, really cool older guy in the relationship, so I guess mm-hmm. somebody else will have to pick up Steve's yep. part uh, or Bryce's part. Brian Brian's part. That's it. Brian's part. I should write these notes better. All right, so uh, Teresa wow. will play young Kayla, and uh, we'll start uh, whenever you're ready. Uh, Steve, could you help me? Um, could you come into my office when you get a second? Uh, uh, sure. Uh, Kayla, uh, this is, uh, Steve. Uh, I'm, uh, uh, intelligent. Uh, so I will come in now. Hello. Thanks, Steve. You know, um, I, I just wanted you to hear it from me, but. I love you. I'm moving. Oh, um, oh, it's it has nothing to do with the fact that you're a really sweet, really intelligent, really kind guy. Oh. That's just not my deal right now. Um, and so I just need to move to Baton Rouge. OK, um, I hope you understand. Like, but I need to No, I'm you know what? I'm in Baton Rouge and I need to move from here to Jackson, Mississippi. Oh, OK. Well, you know, in my mind. Okay, listen, Steve. So Mm -hmm. in my mind, I'm not even in Baton Rouge. That's why I say I have to move here first so that I can then from here move to Jackson, Mississippi. That's what I meant. I shouldn't have gotten that tattoo. Uh, It was my big moment. Uh, I got (laughs) I got I I got Kayla over my heart. Uh, it's It's an old. It's in old English, uh, so so no one will be able to read it. So you can just pretend it's something else. Hey, what's up, nerd? What's up, nerd? Ah, I called you oh. both nerds. Hey, Kayla, look, uh, I'll swing by your place to pick your stuff. Okay, remember, oh. like only three boxes. Okay, only three of your. We only need three of your stuff. Three boxes of your stuff. That's all I can put I, in my truck. I, and I make sure you most to bring of it four is four boxes, but it's okay. <laughs> Oh, I'm uh, so, are you making fun of the fact that I pronounce boxes with an L? It's a speech impediment, I am, man. I, Jesus, am, I, I feel like you're not really intelligent, Brian. Uh, yeah, you're kind you of, know what? I'm kind of, of outgoing. You're kind of a dumbass. You know, I mean, you're the one You're the one on the border on the, on the 5th of May. <laughs> All right, I mean, hey. Hey. Yeah, come on. KK, listen. Uh, you get four boxes, but let's make sure three of those boxes boxes is like you know utensils and stuff like that okay all right you're such an extrovert i wish i could just speak up to you but i'm just so anyway i'm gonna go pick up my uh u-haul truck so see you later losers okay bye guys this is is a good moment for me kayla i need to i need to like promote myself better i i think i'm gonna (laughs) i'm just gonna ditch all this and i need to like put a spin or like come up with like a good gimmick or maybe i'll go to advertising school 
And um, if I look up advertising, that's in A. And then, oh, look here, Atlanta, Atlanta Advertising School, AA. It's the first one in the in the in the Google uh, search here on my Netscape. So uh, I'm just gonna I'm gonna go to Atlanta and become an advertising student. Um, and luckily, there's a blockbuster there, so I'm gonna transfer. So I am. Uh, not just moving willy nilly to a weird city uh, with a, a dumbass. So, uh, so long, uh, 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 Kayla. Um, good luck to you. I'm sorry. Were you? T- I was on the phone with my friend. Are nope, we? <laughs> I was not talking. Uh, goodbye. Okay. Bye. I'm so, going to Atlanta. So anyway, Jenny, what I was asking you was: uh-huh. Is this the mm-hmm. right thing for me to do? Should I? Absolutely. Leave- I can't even imagine you're thinking about doing something else. Listen, you really need to go and go get out of a, a progressive city like Baton Rouge and get to a, a place that's more traditionally valued, like uh, Jackson, Mississippi. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. Thanks. I, I just needed to hear it from someone else, I guess. You bet. And so you called your best girlfriend, and that's me. Yeah, totally. Um, you wouldn't mind moving with us, would you? Listen, I, I will I'd be happy to move with you. It may not be the kind of thing you'll remember and tell stories in the future about I may just be kind of a forgotten character in the whole situation, but <laughs> I'd be happy to move with you uh, and with Brian, even though he seems like kind of a dick. That'd be great. If you don't mind, I could really use like an ear, you know, like a shoulder, like some a sounding board, okay? For sure. Sometimes it's just good to have the feminine perspective, and I've got plenty of that. Thanks, man. <laughs> Cut to later in Jackson, Mississippi. Babe, babe, I had to use your towel again. <laughs> Did Was it you that used it or was it um, a girl that you picked up? <laughs> you know, like which girl used it? Because unless you're wearing lipstick, I, I don't think you used my towel. Babe, babe, then that really hurts me. All right. It wasn't just some random girl I picked up at another limited franchise uh, restaurant <laughs> chain, okay? This one is an authentic local Jackson, Mississippi restaurant that's been here for 15 years. And I'll have you know, she's related to the owner, okay? Jen, what do you think, Jen? Gosh, I'm so glad you asked me. Um because it wasn't me who used the towel, because I don't wear makeup. I'm a real feminist. Anywho, uh, I, personally, I don't know. I saw the girl he brought back uh, from the restaurant, and she looked like she could have even been from a Taco Bell. Brian certainly does seem to have uh, some judgment issues, but I don't know. I think we should watch, uh, well, not Sex in the City, because it hasn't come on TV yet, but I think it'll be good when it does. We should watch whatever <laughs> people are watching now. Uh, I guess... Uh, that show with Callista Flockhart, maybe? Allie McBeal? <laughs> Allie McBeal. That's on right now, right? Yeah. I don't know. We just barely survived Y2K. <laughs> I was so worried that my computer would stop working, but it didn't. Well, you know, Brian, uh, I know we don't live together anymore, and I know you still have the key to the apartment and everything. That's but That's where I get my towels. I know. It's almost Christmas, you know? And I think we should really make this year special, okay? Because we really need to work on... I think I love you and I want this to work. I'm choosing you because you know I've been communicating with Steve, right? 
Oh, yeah, Steve, the advertising guy. Wait a minute. I'm sorry. Can we roll back just a second? What was it that you said a few months ago? Was it I did you say I love you? I said I love you. Yeah. Oh, I love you. Oh, OK, great. I that's great. So I should stop talking to Steve then, huh? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I love you. That's what she was saying. OK, yeah, I love you. Yeah, I love you. OK, do you know what that means? Yeah, no, no, I totally, yeah, it means, okay. yeah, it means you should stop talking to Steve, and yeah. I should probably stop having sex with your friend Jen, uh, and I shouldn't pick up random hoes at restaurants, right? I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, I guess if that's what we want to do, yeah, I, I'm gonna, I, I'm going to break up with Steve. No I, that's it. No more flip-flopping. It's you. I choose you. I uh, choose you. I feel like Pikachu, which luckily did come out in the early 2000s. Okay. Uh cool. Uh yeah, you choose me. I choose you. I get to save some money on rent and move back into this apartment. She does the laundry. This sounds awesome, Brian. Don't screw this up, okay? Yeah, okay, you tell Steve. Hey, uh, we gotta go, though. We're supposed to go out and shoot this story together. Don't yeah, you remember? I do. You know what? I'm gonna wait till after the new year, because the holidays, like, who wants to get broken up with like, on Christmas? Like, oh, not yeah. me. I don't wanna be that person. Yuck. <laughs> that I would mean, be totally awful. I love you. He would hate me, right, Jen? Oh my gosh! Absolutely, you're totally correct. I guess I don't know. I'm I, I'm not. I don't have much of a formed opinion because who knows who I am even really? Not me. Hey Jen. Uh, Jen. Jen. Uh, it's me. Yeah, 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 that's me. Jen. I even forgot who I was for a minute. <laughs> hey Jen. Um, I think yeah. things are getting real serious with me and Kayla. That's great or terrible. I don't know. Yeah, I just mean I think we should probably stop being together. Oh, you, and you I. mean you wanted to stop feeding me that pork hog? Yeah, I mean, well, not entirely stop. I just mean we should cut it down a little bit. I, I agree. I'll tell you what, you certainly have a way with words. I know when I was over at the condiment bar uh, loading up my tacos, you certainly knew how to work uh, some magic on me. It was like we were meeting for the first time. Who even knows? Well, uh, happy Cinco de Mayo, my uh, my uh, friendish person. Anyway, uh, Kayla, we got to go. Yeah, coming, coming. All right. Yeah, let's do this. Let's do this. I'm ready. Bye. Cut, Bye, to, a, <laughs> cut to a blockbuster video in Atlanta. Guys. Steve? Yeah, I got a, see. I got a, I got a plan. I got a plan. I need uh, the weekend off. I know it's the holidays, uh, and I know a lot of people rent movies. Uh, oh man! But I, I, I think, uh, I, oh, I think, I, come on, Steve, oh, that's that's a lot right there. You asking us for you? Uh, you know, I don't know how you think we do things here in the dirty South, but uh, well, we don't I, abandon our blockbuster a couple days before one of yeah, the busiest I video mean, rental days of the year. That's right, Kevin, for your hand dance, Steve. Look, guys, 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 come on. Guys, I love her, and I really think if I leave, it'll be okay. So <laughs> I want you, uh, uh, you know, dirty, uh, yeah. dirty south. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, uh, I'm gonna yet, get in the car. 
I'm going to load up the que- – no, I looked. I looked. It's, it's, it's in the oh. 2000s. I looked this up. Hell uh, yeah. I'm going to – I bought 14 presents. Most people buy 10. I'm going to buy 14. Um, I did hit the clearance section. Um, I did pick up some uh, the new limited edition Blade Runner laser disc. Nice. Uh, but I'm going to I'm gonna I'm gonna pack up my car and I'm gonna drive to Jackson, Mississippi, and I'm gonna tell her that that I love her and that I need to be with her, and I'm gonna and, and I'm gonna have her open all the presents, and then the last one is gonna be. Um, like ten video cassettes that I'm gonna tape together, but inside is gonna be a wedding ring. All right, oh. Steve, I have a real important piece of information for you here. It's a real okay. important tip. Okay. All right. When you're when you're driving to Jackson, mm-hmm. uh, make sure you don't set uh, those tapes you got too close to your amplifier and your subwoofer because those can degauss the tapes. Yeah. Now, no, good no. luck and peace I'm... be with you. Hey, hold on. Okay. I just have I, one I, one hey, quick hey, question. Can I... Hold on, Floybert and and Merle. I'm gonna I, I'm the manager here, so I think I know about demagnetization of tapes. Okay, all right, and we all know that I got a no booming system because you got you know you got the Ludacris and the Little John that right. I bump here, you know, on the way to work every night. So, well, you I'm don't need to worry. Here. This place is in good hands with Floyd and Merle. <laughs> yeah. Look, it's actually Merle and Floyble, but I'll let you two figure that out. Hold on, hold it was a portmanteau hold, of our names. Hold on a hold on a second now. Hold on, now, this this girl that you're gonna go yes. see is this the yes. the, the blonde Kayla, reporter, the yes, blonde Kayla. reporter you keep on uh, showing us the pictures of. Yes, Kayla Tomas. Well, she's a she's a good looking woman. Yeah, I told what. What did you, you just say? I think she's a good-looking woman. She's a but, fine specimen of the female form. Well, that's my that's my future wife. She's, she's real pretty. Uh, I'm in I mean, disrespect. I was... I'm just on saying. Fellas, uh, y'all being creepy. Let Steve go to his woman now, y'all. Just let him go. All right, go hey guys. I got uh, I got it's it's four days before Christmas. I got to make sure I get there because you know I got my Santa costume and I got everything all planned out. Uh, so I gotta I gotta hit the road. He's going Talk to, to you guys. Jackson. Talk to you guys later. Uh, Brian, uh, so yeah. do we have everything we need to shoot the story? Yeah, babe. I got okay, the tripod set up. We're good to go. Okay, I, I'm gonna go. G2G. I'm gonna go grab the keys to the um, Motorplex Nine. The- um, mobile the van um, okay and then i'll come in i'll be right out okay that's cool oh steve hey i wish you a merry christmas i wish you a merry christmas i wish you a merry christmas and i love you oh my god steve what are you doing here i just want to tell you that the textual messages that we have been sending the last couple of years have really lit a fire and um I want to spend a special holiday with my special girl. So could I, do you have the key, do you have a key that I could borrow? So I could, I mean, I've, I've been in the, I'm wearing this adult diaper. I've been on the road for four days. I don't know how long, I don't know how long it's. It hey, what's up cables? Oh. From Atlanta to Jackson, but it took me four days. So, oh. Hey, hey, Brian. Steve. Still what? here, huh? huh? Tables, it's Steve. Yeah, funny, funny. I thought you would have hit the blocks. Yeah. 
Me too. Yeah. Um, Let me just Frank. saunter up and put my arm around Kayla real quick. Well, oh, I know, I know about you, buddy. Don't well, you worry. I, I think you both you. got each other, right? Yeah, we know about each other. Yeah. So, yeah. so what do you say? Are we going to do this? Are we going to be a thruple? Uh, wait a minute. Kayla, what about me? Are you getting your friend Jen, who's so important and key to the story? Oh, Jen, I'm so sorry. Jesus, I, I didn't even I see you sitting there. Sorry, Jen. I just kind of blended to the background sometimes. I was hoping we could be a forple. <laughs> a a quad, quadruple? Jen, Jen, I was waiting to see if they were going to be okay with a thruple, and then once that happened, then I was going to add to the forple. Okay, I guess that makes sense. I mean, it's really with me around, it's technically just a three and a half pull. Okay. But guys, what do you say? Can like All right, can... hold on a second. I just got to say this right now. I'm a man's man, Kayla. Yeah. So I don't want to see any girl on girl action. It's got to be guy on girl or guy on guy. That's it. Okay. Nothing else. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Brian. Um, Steve? Five. Um, let's Steve? wait. Let's wait. Steve. Steve? Steve? Don't leave Steve? me hanging, Steve. Uh-huh. Don't leave me hanging, Steve. High five. I uh oh. high five. Is this what is this what you want, Kayla? Yeah, I want all of us together forever. I I just want you to be happy. Will this make you happy? Well, yeah. I will have everything that I've ever wanted. Brian, will you please take your hand down and pull your pants up? I cannot concentrate right now. Okay. I got. I can do one of one either or, buddy. You either slap this high five, or you know what I mean. You see what I'm saying here? It's an either or situation, buddy. Thank you. Jen, you should put your hand down and pull your pants up too. Jen, yeah, me, I'm talking. Oh, me? <laughs> Sorry, I I I questioned my own existence there for a minute. Yes, uh, Jen, let me if we're my... going to make this thing work, you need to pay attention. Okay. Yeah. Jen, this, uh, yeah. this relationship isn't going to work without you, Jen. I'm sorry I got so confused. I mean, I I love how Brian's so extroverted and so over the top. He's got such a sparkling personality, and he sure knows where the best tacos are in town. And then there's Steve, who's quiet and reserved and intelligent and has all those additional blank videotapes, which are so handy to have right now. Uh, so I, I don't know. I mean, uh, both of them seem so great, and I'm just worried, Kayla. How are you ever going to choose? Right. That's why I can't. That's why I'm not choosing. I want all of you. You know. Well, what? I'm gonna let them decide. <laughs> but I, I want all of you, so I we can all be no, together. No, I can't. You know, I, I, I've, I've thought about this long and hard in the last minute and a half or so I've done some real soul searching over here because I'm intellectual and introverted um, and I just can't I got a, I got a life I got a life in Atlanta Blockbuster is blowing up we're going to be huge hold on you said we, you work at Blockbuster bro yeah I work at Blockbuster I have access to all kinds of videos dude that's awesome yeah. man high five yeah yeah, yeah so you know what? I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back to Atlanta, and uh, I'm gonna see where this blockbuster train takes me because I have a feeling it's only going up. And um, 
I've got a little extra space in my car. So uh, take take me with you, Steve. I Jen, love two for one movie Tuesday. Jen, I you're already in the car. So I know. Yeah. Cable. But but Brian. Cable. Bro, Steve, just give me a second, man. Cable. Yeah. Look. Earlier when I said I loved you. Yeah. It was literally the first time I've been able to pronounce those words. And I was just practicing. I'm, oh. I'm going to get in the car with Steve and I'm going to get in the car with, um, oh, what's her name? She's like, six, Jaz- she's Jasmine five, four Jasmine, dirty, it's, dirty brown it's, hair. Uh, Jenny. mostly Jenny, Jenny. Yeah. I'm going to get in the car with, uh, Brian and, and, and Jenny and we're going to make, we're going to make, we're going to make our dreams come true. I'm you're Brian. I'm, uh, I'm Steve. Steve. Right. Yes. Yeah. Well, look, you're Brian. I'm a narcissist, Steve. Lesson one. Always thinking about myself first. Steve and right. I and What's-Her-Face are going to get in that car and we're going to drive to Hotlanta. And we are going to go see where Richard Jewell did not plant that bomb and we are going to rent some movies and we are going to have a life together. And I'm going to get, get out of this hellhole that is television journalism. And I hope Bye. that someday you can get out of it too. Fine. You know what? I want each and every one of you to go and live your lives because you know what? This has all been a ruse. I've been working um, on on a virus that is going to <laughs> that is going to just put put this world on its knees. So I, I'll get it. I, you can you can you know I, I've already I'm on I'm on number two and it just it didn't have the effect. it was like a flu basically. But I'm gonna get it and 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 you'll be sorry because you're gonna get it and you're gonna get it and you're gonna get it and nothing can save you not a mask can save you not a not a washing your hands won't save you nothing's gonna save you because once i'm done with this we're all gonna be locked up and 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 you'll be sorry that you did this to me so just fine okay and donald trump will be president someday (laughs) (laughs) nice one yeah high five yeah yeah and let me tell you kayla if there is this thing like i don't know like this social network to where like we can see each other's posts like in the future i still respect you the fact that i would probably still like any type of post that you do on there yeah i, I probably will too me you're delusional you're Steve. delusional that's never gonna happen what's next flying cars get out, <laughs> okay Steve. get out hey. of here bro get out of here jen you broke my heart i'm gonna go back to the lab and start working on my virus see you later legs so you see, Kayla, it could have been worse. You could have been responsible for right. all of it. You know? yeah, actually. This is like the plot of 12 monkeys, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Guys, did we just rip off 12 monkeys? A little oh. bit. Oh. Oh, well, nice. Some of that was, was a little more accurate than, than you know. And, and Jen's <laughs> name actually should be Marty. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, we... <laughs> So we changed her fine. name to protect her. Now you've given yeah. out her name. Well, I don't yeah. need to protect her. I don't need to protect her. So. <laughs> and not all of those details were true. But yes, she she would have been the one taking the phone calls. Mm-hmm. And it's oh. very possible at some point that that Brian might have hit on her. Very mm-hmm. possible. So. See? Yeah. See? Yeah. Well, Par for the course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If, mm-hmm. if, if I... If I know Brian like I think I know Brian, and I th- know yeah. Marnie like I think I know Marnie, probably. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know what that means. 
Well, do you feel better? Do you feel like this? you'll never cringe about this again, even when you pick up a copy of, uh, you know, uh, VHS? High Fidelity. Of High Fidelity? Yeah. yeah. Um, it's, yeah, there's something about, and actually a friend recently gave me one of the cards from the last remaining blockbusters. And I feel like something about that card will, it does connect me to this moment in time, but (laughs) I wish them both the best. I am so sorry for the drama that I caused them and myself, but yeah, I I feel a little bit, a little, little better. Especially really about the whole on the border incident. I think I was still coping with that. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, yeah. What a douche. All right. Well, thanks uh, so much for joining us, Kayla Thomas. uh, And uh, thank you so much to Brian and Steve for being the pawns in your devilish (laughs) game. Uh, We're the Wisenheimers. And uh, remember, it could always be worse. Weisenheimer's Podcast. Weisenheimer's Podcast. Hey, if you enjoyed listening to this podcast, wouldn't you enjoy being a part of it as well? Of course you would. I'm sure you've got embarrassing stories. I've seen your Facebook feed. But what if I'm what if I'm nervous and I don't want to be on the podcast, but I have a really good story to share? Ah, that's a good question. What if you just emailed us at info (gasps) at Weisenheimers.com? What's that again? That's info, I-N-F-O, at Weisenheimers.com. W-E-I-S-E-N-H-E-I-M-E-R-S.com. I'm going to do that right now. I'm going to my iMac. Hopefully we'll hear your story on a future episode of It Could Be Worse. I think that went really well. Mm -hmm. Yeah.